here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. wrestling omakaze this is episode 20 our 20th episode um quite a little milestone here for our podcast um i i started like kind of on a whim and it's really cool to make it a 20 episodes i've really enjoyed all the all the feedback i've gotten on the podcast along the way and i hope you'll stay with us as we keep going um this week i'm excited to introduce a new concept to omakaze that you're going to hear a lot about from that between now and the end of the year, which is the year in review episodes. So the general idea I had on this was like, we're going to bring in people who are very passionate about one promotion or another. Not that they are also not fans of other promotions, but that I know of that are very passionate about a certain promotion and have them tell us what their 2017 was like. And then especially where I think this, this series will come in handy is with like with awards voting, you know, if you're going to vote in the observer awards in the, we don't know wrestling 100 in the voice of wrestling uh, match of the year poll on this very website, so you can get some standout matches, standout candidates for 
promotions that you might not be that aware of. So with that said, this is episode number one in that series, and it's on All Japan Pro Wrestling. And my guest today is Ian, um, or actually, should I say Ian? I don't yes. know. Yes, got it. Who's going to be, um, who's, of course, uh, on Twitter as at StrongStyle. If you've ever seen him on Twitter, you, pro- you may have seen him around if you're a Twitter person. Um, it's great to welcome you to the show, Ian, another first-time guest. I, you know, when I thought of this topic and I thought of All Japan, you were the first one I thought of. So it's always good when you get your first. Yeah, your that, first that means so much. <laughs> but I mean, I just. I'm excited. Thinking of a passion, oh Japan fa- a passion All Japan fan, you came, you came to mind immediately. So I, I I love all I love the All Japans. Yeah, I love it so uh, much. So much fun. And you know, I'm it's excited good. to have a, a a topic this week that I actually have watched in the past like <laughs> in the past like ten years. Because <laughs> you know, last week, I mean, I had fun with the CW episode, but like, I had no idea what the hell they were talking about the entire episode. <laughs> they, they were great; they, they carried the episode. Today, I'll be able to, uh, you know, I yeah. actually, I do, I do watch all Japan. I've seen pretty much all the major shows, so I'll be able to actually, you know, discuss the topic at hand here. Um, the thing I haven't watched probably is like, mm-hmm. you know, more like the the Nico Pro and like the, I guess like the growing up level shows, yeah, like, which, like, like the smaller shows and stuff. Yeah, I assume you've seen like at least some of that. Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of those. They're my favorite. Okay, so that's cool that you'll be able to bring that to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a very interesting year all Japan had, and we can get into that. But first, with a first time guest, I always like to get like personal background, especially background like how you got started as a wrestling fan. So, do you have a unique wrestling fan origin story? Um, my how I got into wrestling was uh, I, I was invited by my cousin over to her house and uh we were hanging out and like my uncle turned on raw when this is back in the 90s my my uncle turned on raw give me a year and, i was like that a year yeah uh i think what 98 i think 98. it was 98 okay. yeah so, it was raw and, and and the rock was around and he, he was he was doing that shtick or he was just starting that shtick yeah um and so i peak, just like, peak attitude there everybody peak yep. attitude Yep, and I think my first WrestleMania was was it seventeen? Was seventeen the one where um, Rock and Austin wrestled? Well, well, that's the second Rock and Austin match. The first one was the second one. Yeah, yeah, the first one was fifteen. Mm-hmm. So, so I think yeah, I guess was... it was seventeen. Yeah. Oh okay. Um, I think it was seventeen. Yeah, I, I just I I started to fall in love with it right after that. You know, because mm. mainly because uh, mainly because the Rock, he was just my favorite wrestler at the time. I just I love that. Um, and he kept beating up on Stone Cold. I thought Stone Cold was the bad guy the entire time. <laughs> Turns out he wa- he really wasn't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, it was a I hard just, period for that because, like, what what did Stone Cold ever do that was really good, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, <laughs> like, all I knew was that he, like, okay, all I really knew about his character was that he would come out, he would come out while The Rock was talking and he would start beating up on him. <laughs> No reason. He would ruin his. He would ruin his car. Yeah, he, he would, would uh... mess up his car. He would. He would try and beat up on him on a bridge, and he managed to yeah, like. I, I think you're talking about 15, by the way. Yeah, that was. Nine. Yeah, that, that was 15. Yeah. 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 But, so, um... the, so Rock clearly was supposed to be the heel, but like, if you just parachuted in, I could. I could understand why you might be like, "What? Why is this? Why yeah, I was so confused? Other man alone." Like, yeah, and I was a, I was a kid too. I was like, this is completely unprovoked. 
<laughs> he'd just be Completely. standing around and he'd like look down his pager and it would go like whatever 316 and just something he'd get his ass kicked exactly it's <laughs> ridiculous i'm like what is this but uh that, that that was my introduction to wrestling just like the whole rock and austin feud in general and uh i just from from that point on i i fell in love with it and then you know as i was growing up I, you know getting into high school i kind of fell out of it a lot of people you know like around that time yeah, yeah. A, a lot of folks I talked to seem to just kind of fall off, fall off of wrestling in their teen years. And then I got back into it like a little bit after uh, a little bit after high school and then fell back in love with it. It's been a rocky road for for me in wrestling. <laughs> and then you what when did you start getting into like Japanese wrestling? Um, I think like the, the first like Japanese wrestling match I had ever seen was Ibushi versus Omega from 2012, and I hadn't I didn't know anything about wrestling or like wrestling over there at least. So I was wait, like, so you're the first the first one you saw was DDT? Yeah, yeah, back that's in 2012. Really, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah, and and that's when I was just kind of like, oh, this is really cool, but you know, this seems like really hard to watch, like hard to get your hands on. So I just kind of fell out of that. Um, mm-hmm. that whole thing. And then in 2014, during the G1 uh, that year, that's when I really got into Puro. That's more like the one that, the, that's more the answer I always expected that it's always the G1 for somebody. Yeah, like I, always, love, I love the tournaments. It's like 2013, 2014, 2015. All, a lot of people jumped in one of those three G1s, it feels like. But yeah, the yep. tournaments in Japan are, are, are one of my favorite things too. I mean, we're coming up on uh, one of the one of my favorites for the entire year soon, the New Year's Eve uh, tag tournament. Oh my god! <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that. Oh. So good. I, I still. I don't think they've announced the teams yet, unless. No, I don't think they have. Unless I missed it, but like I can't wait to find out who the teams are this year and everything. It's hopefully so- they'll they- announce it like soon, like maybe like later this month, next month. Yeah, I mean that that stupid like six hour thing is one of my favorite things every year. I just love it. So amazing, and I hope uh, <laughs> this is this is a little off topic from what we're talking about, but I, I hope Noah's in on it. Yeah, I, I'm praying so. Noah's in on that Noah's in on own. it. That was Oh my that, god! If you, you so take good. Last year's, last year's promotions and add Noah to it, that would I be, know, right? That would be so cool. But but people have no idea what we're talking about. Um, nope. The there's a there's a New Year's Eve tournament every year, folks. It's like an indie tournament, basically. Um, last year, I believe it was like All Japan, DDT, Big Japan. Um, Oh god, there's somebody else that was like Kaitai Dojo. Yeah, yeah. And, like all sorts of other little tiny companies too. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, and independent wrestlers and stuff. So, you know, it's just it's just an awesome one night tournament they put on on New Year's Eve and it's at Kirk and Hall. It's so much fun. Like it's if you don't a lot. <laughs> if you don't normally watch it, I highly recommend it. They they always like the first round, I think maybe even the multiple first few rounds have like a 10 minute time limit. Mm-hmm. And then if you get past 10 minutes, it's one count falls. Which it's is so insane. Good. Yeah, I, I mean, they, whenever they go to those those one count falls, it's just so fucking crazy. It's I like know the, the craziest ninety seconds to Overwatch. I love <laughs> that so much. And then just as the as the tournament like gets further, you just like the matches start getting like so intense. Some, yeah, and some amazing do, stuff. And they do go. They do get rid of that for the final. So like the mm-hmm. final, the final can go longer. Oh but, yeah. Uh, but it's a cool, really, really cool tournament every year. So, mm-hmm. but we're here to talk about one of the participants in that, or one of the participating promotions in that tournament, which is All Japan Pro Wrestling, um, and specifically their 2017 in review. So, 
if you were to sum up all Japan's 2017, um, what would you what would you say? Somebody, if someone just asked you, someone like me, for instance, um, what was all Japan like in 2017? How would what would you tell them? Uh, I would tell them it was it was pretty great for the most part. <laughs> for the most part, there there have been a little bit of uh, hiccups near the near the end of the year, but um, for the most part, it's just been it's just been, I don't know just like them expanding on the the stuff they did in 2016 and all the goals they they kind of they kind of reached there um just just a lot you know yeah. the, I, i'm pretty sure that the opener for the uh, for the the champion carnival tournament was sold out and that was like what one of the first sold out all japan shows like in years yes i, I believe in like years i do you probably remember do you remember when um when the they had that match uh, like we're talking about like the what i would call the beginning of all japan's comeback really when they mm-hmm. had the match for the vacant for the vacant triple crown title i believe yes. february 12 2016 with miyahara mm-hmm. and zeus and that show i'm gonna look up and see what they what they say it drew um yeah they they, they claimed 983 for that so that's wow. what promotion was uh, in February of 2016, and for mm-hmm. a, for a triple crown title match, the Junior Battle Glory tournament, a, a Gaora TV title match, that show drew less than a thousand. I mean, you know, it's probably actually less. I mean, that 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 crowd I remember looked embarrassingly empty. Oh yeah, all those orange seats on one side—that was yeah. like really embarrassing. Like if you told me the real number was like 500, I would not dis- I would not like argue with you. Yeah, exactly. But then, so that title reign began. Miyahara's title reign began February 12, 2016. Mm-hmm. It didn't. That's when I got into All Japan, too. Yeah, I'm sure that's an entry point for a lot of people. When mm-hmm. it didn't end until this year, May 21st. And just the, the space they took, like like you're saying, they went from drawing probably realistically 500 people mm-hmm. to drawing a complete sellout for the beginning of the Champion Carnival dur- just during Miyahara's reign. So that's, yep. a hell, that's an amazing turnaround. Like what a t- like it's it's just it's just really really great to see them like see them so successful you know like it was it was ridiculous and I I don't think they expected Miyahara's title reign to go the way it did it seems like they were just kind of like they were like we got to put the belt on somebody Suwama just got injured um we can't put the belt on Zeus you know he's in a tag team they want to set stuff up there so let's just put the belt on Miyahara and just he went with it you know like miyahara really like like i I think i said last year that there was not one top guy more important to their promotion than kento miyahara yeah just because like just because like like through the partnerships and the other uh business change like the other you know changes in business um you know his title reign and him growing through that title reign was one of the big parts of all japan being uh brought back from near death i guess you could say yeah i mean they were you know they technically they did already die you know judakama kind of rescuing them and putting them in create you know i i think the story is basically he bought the trademarks to all japan when the, the previous all japan you know basically went under with the whole wrestle mm-hmm. one split oh and yeah then, and then he kind of like just put together a new company with the trademarks so technically this is a promotion that's back from the dead already but you know, it was probably close to, you know, that like if people don't remember what it was like in February 2016, 
I mean, you're talking Ghost Yozaki and Kanemaru both jump back to Noah. Yeah. Uh, you're talking, you know, dudes walking out left and right. And, and it just goes from that to just like this very positive promotion that like um, still a very small promotion, still very small mm-hmm. in its own roster, but like just it's no one's talking about, you know, is all Japan on death's door anymore. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and a lot of the, and a few of the folks from, from, um, from wrestle one few of the folks who jumped to wrestle one eventually came back like Minoru Tanaka and Kai and yeah. uh, you know, Soya came back for a few matches. And I think the whole partnership between those two companies are, are going on loosely because you have a few wrestle one guys in, you know, multi-man tags with, uh, with all Japan boys. So, you know, it's just night and day. Really. I think things, I think things there are less awkward because it's not really Mudo in charge anymore. It's uh. You know, it's Shuji Kondo and Kazayashi. So probably... That's amazing. It's probably just easier to talk to them and be like, uh, you want to come work growing up or whatever? It's like, it's much easier than... Yeah. Probably probably call it up Mudo and be like, hey, sorry we uh, forced you out of the company (laughs) for 12 years. (laughs) Really awkward conversations. Yeah. Um, So just real quick, I I brought this up. Um, All Japan's total attendance, courtesy of uh, Evan Deadly Sins on Twitter... In through October of this year, they're they're at sixty two thousand eight hundred for twenty seventeen, whereas in twenty sixteen they only drew fifty four thousand eight seventy two in the entire year, so way wow. ahead of what they did Whoa. last year. Yeah, so we're talking about a big turnaround for a company that you know was struggling to put any people in in the building for Kirk and Hall, mm-hmm. and now is you know doing doing sellouts, doing you know. Um, I don't remember what the what the claim number was for Sumo Hall. Let's say. Oh yeah, I don't remember that either. I remember like being maybe like four thousand, five thousand. They claimed sixty five fifty actually. Oh okay. I I remember it looked better on TV than I was expecting, so I wasn't surprised. But um, but yeah, I mean, they I think they claimed more than DDT did for for the first time in a while. That's Damn. that's a hell of a yeah, that's a hell of a turnaround. Um, and it didn't sound like they gave out gave away many free tickets, whereas. 2016, obviously they did paper the place. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it's a good, it's a good business here for all Japan. Yeah, on the cre- wow. On the creative side, um, what did you think about the booking? The booking, um, wow. I'm gonna go on like a really long tangent here talking about <laughs> it. Uh, well, I guess we should start with uh, with the junior division the junior okay. title division um when it when it came to the junior division i i really i really liked it because it started you know you started the year with with case ishi and and his just he was, he was awesome such guy. a great such a great junior champ like i yeah. i love i loved it um and you know you had the junior battle of glory which is an awesome tournament too you had you had I, so many I, great I, dudes i thought that tournament was fucking awesome actually so great yeah, like no one, really no one talks good. about that one you know you had minoru tanaka takeda um you know you had a few you had iwamoto yeah iwamoto, iwamoto i thought had an awesome tournament so he i mean he ended, oh yeah he ended up winning the thing but like i, mm-hmm. I thought yep. i thought he was really really good and showed a lot of promise Oh yeah, I'm gonna talk more about him later too, about the about the about him in in the junior division, but uh, yeah, no, like I had a lot of fun with the junior division up until I think up until Keisuke Ishii lost the title. 
Hmm. Okay. Sato won it. And, and I love, and I love uh, Sato to death. I think he's great. I love, I love me some shooty boys, but he, he, um, yeah, I don't know. He's, he's, his title reign just kind of fell a little bit flat to me outside of his match with Tanaka. He had a um, lot of defenses. I was just looking at this now. Like he, he, he managed to fit, um, four successful defenses before he lost the title in like three months. Yeah. That's a lot, but yeah. I I mean, I didn't, that's not what I thought you were going to say at all. I thought you were going to say Tajiri, but I guess that's, yeah, I don't, I, the Sato ring was okay. I didn't, um, I didn't hate it, but you're, you're probably right. That it was a step down. Yeah. But then once you get to Tajiri and Ultimo Dragon, that's probably where. Oh yeah. That's that. Yeah. That's when it just kind of like goes off the rails for me. Cause I'm like, What's going on? Like, I know the Ultimo Dragon, you know, him having the belt, like, there was there was a reason for that, because he had, there was a special, special show for him somewhere. Yeah. There was the, that was actually when um, I was in Japan, the, um, the Ultimo Dragon, uh, like, it was like his anniversary show at Korokin. It was, yeah, the, I, I could have gone to either that or Death Mania, and I don't, I don't, um, I don't regret my decision, I will say. <laughs> True. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah, uh, but then, you know, Ultimo Dragon lost the belt back to Tajiri, and it's just been like, please, just enough. I love Tajiri. I love Ultimo Dragon. Just put the belt on somebody who is not them. Yeah, you know? and, like, and, like, the the problem is, like, you just we, – we just talked about it. We have Iomoto, like, kicking around. Like, what the hell has Iomoto done? That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, put the belt on him. <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. Like, why do we have the geezers here? Like, why is the junior title the suddenly the geezer title? It's really, yeah, it, it just it, that really bothered me, you know. And you know, Iwamoto's yeah. right there. Yeah, Iwamoto is right there. Even Sato would be better than this. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, I, I would have preferred him holding the belt, you know, a little bit longer, you know, and having him lose it to, to Iwamoto or something. Could get like Aoki back. Could get Aoki back in. Just anybody. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, but I don't know. It'd be one thing if Tajiri and Ultimo were tearing it up, but like, I thought their matches were pretty, pretty lackluster to bad. Yeah, me, me too. Me too. Honestly, yeah. like, they were just kind of there. You know, nothing I haven't seen before. You know, I didn't see the Tajiri Nakajima match. Was that any good? Um, I don't. I don't remember watching that match. I don't think yeah, it was. It was pretty. Recent. I'm not sure November if it was. Anything. Yeah, November fifth. Maybe it didn't even make air yet. Um, oh, November fifth. Yeah, I'm not sure if that aired. It could be. Yeah, if it's a gay artist show, then it wouldn't have aired yet, probably. But the point is, though. Um, so Tajiri is the current champion. We just kind of went through the whole mm-hmm. belt, the whole history this year. Um, you know, Ishii, Sato, Tajiri, Ultimo, Tajiri again. Um, not really. A gr- not really a great year for the title after Sato. I would pretty much agree with you. And, yeah. you know, I, I also think having the, the three rapid fire changes um, at the same time, you're also changing the, the triple crown a lot. I, probably, yeah. Probably wasn't a great idea. No, not really. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, that, that, that was the thing that really bothered me was that, you know, they're, they're, they're switching up the, be- they're switching up the belts, you know, left and right. And, and as opposed to like the tag titles, you know, there was a reason for, for those tag titles to be, you know, switched around and stuff because Jake Lee got injured and then um, oh, yeah, Okabayashi sure. got injured. Yeah. So like, you know, they had, they had to switch the belts around, but with this, and even just, before even before that, Kengo Mashimo got injured, which probably oh, that's right. which, yeah, which, fuck. 
probably cut short the Kai and Mashimo reign, even though oh, he, was, yeah, he, was no. able to, he was able to come back and like gut out a title match to drop the belts, but then he had to go away, mm-hmm. like basically right after that. But yeah, so like it's, it's like, so we want to transition. We can transition the world tag titles. Let's wrap up the junior title real quick. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of a rough year for the belt, especially in the second half. And I hope they're able to yep. refocus, refocus things on, you know, guys like Iwamoto next year. Even like, no, uh, me even too, because like I know like I have or something. I don't know. You know the yeah. Oh my god, Okada, fam. I would be totally <laughs> okay with Okada holding the belt, even if even though he's a young boy, I'd be I'd be totally okay with that. If it was if it was six seven months ago, I'd be like no. But like right now, like absolutely, he's he's done so much good work. People, people, people who have no idea there's an Okada in all Japan are probably very confused right now. So, <laughs> and that he does drop kicks. <laughs> but yeah, folks, he hits another, like eighty drop kicks. <laughs> there's another Okada, everybody. Let's see, the all Japan Okada. I call him Yellow Pants Okada. Yep. But, um, but yeah, so the World Junior Title. Hopefully, we see some younger guys with it next year. Um, we we brought the all Japan World Tag Titles. It was kind of a weird year for those belts too. Mm. Um. Early on, you have the big guns. You got Bodyguard and Zeus in their second reign. Uh, they won them back in November at the Sumo Hall show, mm-hmm. and they held them through May. They they made a number of defenses early in the year before they lost them, and you know some some really great matches. That one against Jake Lee and Kento Miyahara, oh, uh, so February February seventeenth at Kurgan. Yeah, that that I'm gonna I'm gonna have to rewatch that one again because I that's like a low key match of the year contender for me. Like I. Thought that match was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, it was so so yeah. good. Jake Jake Lee put in the work that match. Like that him just... and Bodyguard, they were just like trying really hard. <laughs> it was amazing. It, it was. Yeah, I I think Jake Lee's breakout performance because he, um, you know, he's a guy that I, enjoy, I he was one of these guys. I I think I talked about this before that I liked despite his ring work. You know, yeah. Like I like before twenty seventeen. I there was something about him that I found appealing, like his aesthetic or his look or something. Mm-hmm. But his actual, like, bell-to-bell stuff was never that great. But, you know, I, I think we all had those guys that we root for and kind of like, even though we know they're probably not very good. They're not exactly the best, <laughs> yeah. Um, but this year, I really thought he took a huge step forward in, in ring work as far as starting with this title match, and then he had a great champion carnival, too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even the tags leading up to the Champion Carnival, I think uh, that that huge six man, which I'm going to bring up a little bit later, it was Sekimoto, Miyahara, Mashimo versus Sai, Lee, and Zeus, and yeah, that, that match was awesome. On um, yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I mean, unfortunately, now his breakout year got derailed by injury, which really sucks. Yep, knee injury. But. but... He should be back soon-ish, right? I think. Yeah, I think I, I'm. I'm hoping that at least by the beginning of the year, he's he's still around. Because like. Yeah. Because when, when I mean, his last match, everybody was June was July 28th. Oh yeah. So we'll get into it. We'll get into it in a sec because he he had to vacate the title for a reason. So yeah. yeah. Hopefully he'll be back shortly. Um. But yeah, so that was a great match, and then the mm-hmm. the rest of the reign, you know, they defeated Leon Nomura, Nayori uh, Nomura, which I remember liking a lot. Um, they beat Hashimoto and Kamatani. Mm-hmm. They dropped the title to Kai and Kengo Mashimo in a another really cool match. Uh, uh, probably one of the better under ten minute matches all year. I think oh, so was. good. Yeah. Um. So Kai and Mashimo like win the title. It's really like entertaining, like odd couple thing. <laughs> like I, I and... love that. I need them in a buddy cop movie together. 
<laughs> they so so Kai Kai like you know what 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 we can just discuss him in depth now. Like Kai came back to this company in 2017 mm-hmm. after years away in Wrestle One and mostly getting pushed. I mean, okay, people say he was pushed as the ace of Wrestle One. My response to that was really he was because no, no, like, he, he was he would win the fucking belt and then like 30 days later it would uh you know it'd be here comes here comes a Deki Suzuki. Here comes, <laughs> here comes whoever the fuck. I mean, who else has lost his Russell one title to? Let me say. Um, I think he lost it to Inaba. Oh, no, he probably lost it. Oh, yeah. Not, well, the, the last one was definitely Inaba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that was towards the end of 2016. But let's see. Let's give Kai's history at the Russell one title. So he was originally an All Japan guy. You know, he, mm-hmm. he grew up in All Japan. He, he left. was a junior for a while, I think. Yeah. And he. Basically, he and Sonata were like like the two big. They're supposed to be the two big future rivals for all Japan, from what I understand. And mm-hmm. you know, Sonata goes to TNA, goes on the excursion, and as we know, basically never comes back. Just by the time <laughs> he comes back, there's the, the the split has already happened, and he never really ends up as a Wrestle One. I mean, I guess he ends up as Wrestle One regular for like a little bit, but then he becomes independent pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and then ends up in New Japan. But Kai, you know, is worth Russell One right from the start of that um, of that split. He loses in the finals actually for the Russell One title. Um, he lost to there's that's where he lost to Kono. Oh wow! Uh, he wins the title um, March eighth, twenty fifteen. Loses to Hideki Suzuki twenty four days later. <laughs> he wins the title back from Hideki Suzuki. Loses it to Manabu Soya seventy one days later. What? And he wins the title back again. From Yuji Hino in May 2016, your boy Yuji Hino. That, that upset and, me. <laughs> and he loses it back. He loses it to Daiki and Naba 99 days later. So yeah, he was really pushes the ace, everybody. He oh yeah. He held, he held this damn title for 194 days combined in three title reigns. That's that's not much of an ace. Not really, no. But, uh, but he's so they let him go at the end of 2016. And you know he or not they don't let him go he goes in the he goes freelance what am I talking about I so he goes freelance and you know he he sheds this whole he was doing like an Onita like tribute gimmick for a little while in 2016 and mm-hmm. you know kind of bouncing around doing jumping jacks which I I, I loved it, that yes I found it very endearing a lot of people hated it okay yep. I will say like you know people like the 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 people Joe and Rich on the flagship on this network hated it a lot of other people hated it. But I, I loved it. I mean, that, like, to me, I want to see a man. I think there is room in professional wrestling for a man in overalls, like, jumping up and down. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> and he was still great in the ring. I mean, he's always been a great babyface wrestler. And especially, I think he took a big step forward in that in 2016. He had a really cool title reign with uh, a DT tie title reign, you know, based around like, their mutual love of Oneida. Which yes. is really really cool and like Anoka, fuck. yeah, and like that that was such a cool team. And... It really was. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean that because then he goes to all Japan at the start of this year. I mean, technically he goes freelance, but he really I don't think he's really wrestled that many places. I, I think, think he's he like all Japan zero one, right? That's pretty much it. Yeah, all Japan zero one. I think FMW maybe. I don't. I don't really keep up with FMW. So oh, I mean, me neither. I just, I just heard that that he's gonna, he's gonna be wrestling there, here and there, because Onita. Yeah, that's cool though. I'm just gonna see real quick what he was, where he's been wrestling. Let's say, 
2017, he was wrestling in great radio here. Okay. Oh, he actually wrestled a lot more promotions than I thought in 2017. Yeah, he did all, all Japan was the vast majority, though, because he did 93 matches. Like the next biggest one is uh, Zero One with eight matches. So oh, yeah, Zero go. One. That's right. He, he went back to wrestle one for four matches. He did, he did a match in Stardom. What? Um, he did a match in Tokyo Gurintai. He did a match in FMW. And he did a match in, in Odo, which I forgot existed. Oh, me too. Um, but yeah, he, he teamed with... This is August 22nd. He was Fujita and Nasawa Rangai to lose to Onita, Hideki Saka, and Kendo Kashin. What a, what a, what a lineup there. Wow. <laughs> Kendo Kashin. Um, Kendo Kashin, yep. Um, who... What what would like highlight of his year is probably being Brahmin Kashin at Ryogoku Tan. But, oh <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's so Kai really really an all Japan guy, even though he's freelance. Like that's where he did most of his work this year. Mm-hmm. You know, he comes back to his original promotion, he trades in the the jeans for like wrestling tights again. And I I always describe like his entrance of like, especially when he first came back. Do you remember how he had that look on his face? Like he'd come out. It's like he wanted to start bouncing up and down doing jumping jacks, yep, but he yep. would like stop and he would pause and be like, this is all Japan. I have yeah, to be serious again. Yeah, I have to be serious about this. Yeah. <laughs> I always loved that. Like it was like such a, it was very subtle. It's not like he overplayed it at all, but it was such a cool little thing. Yeah. Like, I, I always think like, I really noticed him doing that in his first few entrances, especially. Just trying so. to keep his composure. <laughs> But yeah, I I thought he had an awesome year in all Japan, like an awesome year. And if wh- one of my major complaints about his year is that he never got a triple crown shot. Yep, yep. That's and, one of that's one of my big problems. Him and Zeus not getting a triple crown title shot really bothered me. Um, you know, and it, and if I would have booked 2017's all Japan, I think I would have given them some triple crown title shots. Not some, just you know, each of them yeah. getting one. Um, I mean, I could definitely see like Kai being one of the first challengers for Dory next year. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that too. Because he, you know, his his like Kai's strength is you know his like his babyface work and his like manic selling, like his just his really really like out of control, like you know this guy is like gonna be seriously hurt. Yeah, like, he looks like he's gonna die. <laughs> he he does. I mean, that's I mean. Wh- there's very few guys in wrestling that still have that quality to them where like you're you're legitimately concerned for their safety sometimes yeah. when and that's how it is for Kai, where like if you forget that this is you know, this is what he's good at, you can be like, Oh my they're killing him. Yep. Someone rep stop the match. <laughs> but do, do, um, do you remember uh the, the Wrestle One title match between him and Anaba at the big show and how like I think I don't know, he got suplexed or something and just like he he got up and like the look on his face looks like it just looked like his eyes were glazed over and like yeah. his soul left his yeah. body. I totally remember what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Or did, and, I think I screen capped it too. Yeah. And I mean he he he's like one of the masters of, of that like that glassy eyed, glazed eyes like cell job. Um but I I mean I could I could talk about Kai forever. I love Kai so much. Oh me too. I, he's so good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this team of Kengo, you know, this ended up being his only title ring of the year, but it and it didn't last very long. But like, it was such a great, like, odd couple team. Because, it was so good. <laughs> like K- Kengo would always give Kai this look, like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Why the fuck are you here right now?" 
I'm busy. Like he he liked he was uh I, he was like K Dojo champ or like you know the top champ of that promotion like at the time. And like I remember him beating up somebody and winning a tag match. And then like he's going to do an interview and he's and he's doing it and Kai just shows up and he's like, oh fuck, you're here. <laughs> yeah, it was really great. Um, but yeah, so they win the titles from the big guns, bodyguard Zeus at that like Hurricane. Unfortunately, they lose the belts back, you know, 23 days later at the June mm-hmm. 11th Corican. Now, I think that's because Kengo had to go away to get um, what it was like bicep surgery, right? Or something like that. I think it was either it was either bicep surgery or like knee surgery or something like that. Okay. But um, so he was gone. You know, he hasn't wrestled since. Let's see. Or he might, he might, be, he might be back already. Oh, no, he's not. Okay. His, his last match was June 25th. So basically, he dropped the tag titles June 11th. He he had dropped the strongest K title um, May 28th to Izami Kodaka, and then he was gone after June 25th. So he was like the kind of case where he he knew he had to have the surgery, but he was able to like drop his titles. It wasn't like a like a vacant vacating thing as we'd see later on. Yeah, yeah um, enough time to just drop him and stuff. Yeah, but um, you know, it still sucks. I think it would have had a longer reign. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. I I think. I think if if uh, if he hadn't got injured, it would have been really nice to have seen them like hold the belts at least until like maybe the August show. Yeah, because like those two are just so good, you know. It wouldn't surprise sure. me. It wouldn't surprise me if Jake Lee and Nomura were supposed to win the titles, but like then, of course, we you know what happened after that. So Big Guns win the titles back June eleventh. They mm-hmm. they only hold them for another month. Um, they make one defense. They beat uh, Akiyama and Omori. I don't even remember that match, so I don't know if I remember. Me neither. Um, but then they lose the belts to Jake Lee and Nayo and Nomura on July 17th at Currican Hall. Uh, another match I remember liking a lot. Oh, I love that match. Yeah, and so, that, so Lee and Nomura win the belts, and then they hold them for 15 days because Jake Lee gets injured. Yeah. Uh, they made one successful title defense. It was another rematch with the big guns, and then that was it. So they vacate the titles. Um, Daisuke Sakimoto and Yuji Okabayashi begin their second reign on August 27th. Um, they beat Kai and Nomura at the Ryogokutan. Such um, a I, we, great Yeah, I was going to say, we yeah. probably sound like a broken record, but another great match. I mean, this, yep. was, a great, this was a great year for like tag title matches. It I know. So it's a great year for wasn't a great year for Reigns because of things outside their control, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. it was like the actual the title matches we got were fucking awesome. Brilliant, um, yeah. But yeah, it's the, the, that was a do you want to talk about that match at all? Because that match was awesome. Yes, absolutely. Cause I think I think that match like like really brought people around on Nomura. Like a lot of people around Nomura. Cause like like I cause you know he he is awkward in the ring. He it, it's very it's very obvious, but he's much less awkward. And I feel like like his his awkwardness kind of brings you know um, like a certain style to what he's doing. If that makes sense, like like his awkward ass forearm strikes and shit. Like I love that. Um, and just because he's gotten a lot bigger too, you know, mm. he, it seems it seems like he's just overall like really understanding that you know he's gotta he's gotta step up and he's just he's just doing a great job him and yuma can i I throw a a hot take yes Um, i think i think he progressed much further than the other nomura in big japan did this year 
I, I firmly agree. Because I think Takuya Nomura started from a much higher place, but I don't really think he progressed much this year. Whereas Naoya, like uh, Naoya, you know, he 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 started for much further below, but now I think he's probably a lot closer to equal. Absolutely, yeah. Because like with Takuya, uh, he he kind of just like like in in 2016, you know, it was you know people going, oh shit, it's this prodigy. He's he's this amazing shooty boy who you know it, it just comes naturally to him, um, and it was just kind of more of the same when it came to that nothing nothing really different nothing nothing really there and that's that's not against him because you know he knows what he's good at but he didn't really he didn't really like have the career jump that now you had yeah i totally agree with you and then you know part of that too is booking but oh yeah um, absolutely but you know i think he i think he tried you know i think maybe we'll see something in 2018 but anyway so strong bj they win the titles in that awesome match and they hold them 51 days. They never get to make a defense, though, because oh, Yuji Okabayashi has a terrible injury, and you know he has to vacate this title. Plus, he had to drop out of the the Noah Global League too. He's supposed to be in that. Yeah, that was, that was so a, that was a big blow to two two promotions. Yeah, you know, never never even mind big two promotions that are his own promotion. <laughs> yeah, like, that's how much in demand he is. Like Big Japan was probably like the third most effective of the three. Yeah, because like. It's ridiculous. He's going to be out for a year, I think, too. Unfortunately, it's very yeah, sad. It really sucks because you know, I mean, he, and, him when, when he was big Japan champion, like traveling all over the place, the strong champion, I should say, you know, was this traveling champion for like a year. He was he was fucking awesome and he was brilliant. You know, yeah, him and Sakimoto were awesome, but hopefully he comes back better than ever. Um, but the latest title reign, the current champions, Burning Wild, Judakiyama and Takuya uh, Taka Omori. They they won the titles on October twenty first, twenty seventeen. Um, you know, I. What do you think of the decision to go back to Burning Wild? Are you down with it? I'm okay with it. Yeah, at least at least for for the next few months, I'm totally cool with it. Yeah, I could see it too. Um, and the match where they won the titles was awesome. Oh yeah, it was great. Like so. like uh. I, it actually exceeded my expectations a little bit because I was I was surprised he was putting in as much work as he was, you know. Like here's, here's my, so they beat Daisuke Sakimoto and Ryuji Ito. Um, you know, no one's surprised Sakimoto is good, but Ito is a deathmatch guy. For people who don't know, he's mm-hmm. not on the on the strong roster. And you know, earlier in the year at Ryugokutan, um, he he teamed up with Abdullah to face Sakimoto and Okabayashi in the 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 strong or for the for the Big Japan titles tag titles and like a strong versus death match kind of match and i thought ito did almost nothing in that match yeah he really like, didn't <laughs> like abdullah really carried that match for his team which i would not have guessed going in it was no, like an all-time he, performance from abdullah yeah so, he wore trunks too he was he was putting in work that night but like so here ito comes here and it's like well you'd think he wouldn't do anything again especially when his partner's sekimoto instead exactly. of abdullah but Ito like did a ton in this match. Like he so much. He like, like worked his ass off. I'm pretty sure he he like like there was a uh, a part of the match where like he took Omori outside towards the stage and suplexed him. Yeah. I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> and like he brought barbed wire into the All Japan ring. Yeah, he brought something. barbed wire and light tubes and shit. I'm like, dude, yeah. dude. The light tubes or something. Like, that was yeah. like, okay. I did not think we were going to see. Here's Jun Akiyama. This show, by the way, was their 25th anniversary show for Akiyama and Omori. 
and here they are getting dealing with light tubes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that was a great show. Uh, mm-hmm. I, but like especially that the that that match is really good. Um, but yeah, so the tag titles stable now. Hopefully, you know, we'll see. They had they had a rough year from like a title range standpoint, but like we were just saying, just I I, I honestly even forgot how many awesome. Me too. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you you ran through a few of them because I I kind of a few of them slipped my mind. Yeah, there was a it was a really good year for the tie for mm-hmm. for tie title matches. Not again, not a great year for Reigns, but um the that's not really their fault when you got three different Reigns ending early due to injury. So yeah, it's no, not not sucks. not actually yeah three different Reigns. Wow. Yeah. Um. So do you want to talk the All Asia titles before we go to the Triple Crown? Oh yeah, we should talk about those. I actually forgot who held those for the longest time. Let me just kind of. Uh, so, uh, so first we have Onita and Fuji. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, they yeah. they went into into 2017 as champs. They went all the way till June 20th, 2017 as oh, champs. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to remember that because they they okay. So they won defense January 2nd, 2017. Onita and Fuji beat Akiyama and Masa. Masao in a way, um, in a bunkhouse street death match at Kurgan Hall. They did not defend the titles again until they lost or until they vacated. No, no, no lost them. <laughs> they lost them to uh, Aoki and, and Hikaru Sato mm-hmm. um, on June 20th in the Obi, Obihiro Stage Gymnasium. I don't know if I saw that one, so I don't, I'm not really sure if I did. I mean, either, um, honestly. So... Aoki and Sato, that was their second rank of titles. They were actually the team that lost them to mm-hmm. Onita and Fuji back last year at the Sumo Hall show. Um, they held them until August 27th. They once again lost them at Sumo Hall. And they lost them to Black Tiger and Takamichi Noku. Fuck. One of the wackiest title changes. Like, I don't think anyone thought Black Tiger nope. and Takamichi Noku. Like, fucking the <laughs> sour under a mask. And a New Japan wrestler, basically, <laughs> here won the All Asia Tag Titles. Just out of nowhere, like I was told, like my prediction was that, like, yeah, that that uh that Evolution. I think Evolution was around. No, they weren't. They weren't at the time. Evolution was dead at that point. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, I I figured, you know, Team Shooty Boy was gonna, we're gonna win. We're gonna win it. Yeah. Apparently not. I mean, look, talking. Talk is sure. indeed coming, motherfucker. <laughs> I am not sure a single person on the planet Earth predicted that Black Tiger and Taka Michinoku are going to win that match. I mean, I, wa- I, I think I, I didn't see all the show live, but I think I was still watching it live at this point. And I remember just the Twitter feed just like being like, what the fuck? Yeah, excuse <laughs> like, me. Like, like Nosawa and Taka just won the all Asian titles. So that definitely has to win for most. I actually, I don't know. Some of the Triple Crown title changes were pretty surprising too. Oh um, yeah, but yeah, that was uh, that's still a really surprising title change. But they didn't make any defenses. They lost them to um, Extreme. Hell so fucking Nomura yeah, Nomura and Yuma Yogi on September thirtieth, um, which I'm sure you, you know. So Nomura won both tag titles this year, which mm-hmm. is not not something a lot of guys can say they've done. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, and they've made three title defenses so far. They beat Black Tiger and Manabu Soya at Growing Up Volume 7 in October. Did you see that match? Uh, I did not. I, okay. I'm, sure it'll, I'm sure it'll make tape at some point, though. 
And then they beat Aoki and Sato uh, October 21st. Um, I don't really remember that match that strongly. That was the Akiyama and Omori show. I think mm-hmm. I watched it earlier. Was it was it really good? I don't even remember it. it uh, I I liked it. I thought I thought it was really good. I I didn't like how Sato was working. I felt like he he could he could have like sped things up a bit. But besides that, I I liked it. It was serviceable. Okay, so it was it was basically the, uh, the fact that I'm not remembering it that well isn't that surprising. Then it's just kind of it was, yeah. It was a match basically. Yeah, yeah, it was a match. And then they they defended against uh, Doctor Mons Junior and Kim. Nam Siok. Um, I, I'm sorry, my Korean pronunciation. Probably the only thing worse than my Japanese pronunciation. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, as I just teased, these are these are Korean wrestlers. So I don't. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't. I don't think that's even made tape yet. That was November third. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, so those they're the current champions today, and you know those are that's a cool title reign for them. You know, just giving them getting their feet wet with titles, and you know, letting them. See what they can do. Establishing them, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm really happy about that. I feel like I feel like Naoya and Yuma have a lot more chemistry as a tag team than Jake and Naoya. Mm. So it's really nice to see them. It's really nice to see them working together and stuff. Yeah, but that's the all Asian tag titles. Now we can get into the Triple Crown title, which um, was a topic of conversation, especially lately with the rapid fire changes. In fact, I think the only question we got was from Striga, um, who asked us what we thought of the rapid fire triple crown changes uh, towards the towards the end of the year. So to set the table, we have Ishika, we have a uh, Kento Mishi, Kento Miyahara as champion through May twenty first. Mm-hmm. He had the belt for four hundred and sixty four days. Um, I this this is gonna sound like hyperbole, but I think that was the best title reign since Kento Kobashi. I can't think of it. Like, as far as the world title reign in a Japanese promotion, like, as far, like, over a year long with so many great matches. I mean, I know people, there's certain people probably screaming at their computers, Okada! I know, I was about to say, like, people are going to, people yeah, are going to argue I Okada. I don't, I don't like Okada's, so that's fine. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I, mean, I, get, I get it, but, like, Okada's this year, like, Okada's this year had so many matches I didn't care about, like, that Suzuki match, yeah. Cody, and all these other so, I mean, people already know I'm not, you know, I like Okada, but I'm not the biggest fan of it. I think you and I feel, mm-hmm. I think you and yeah. I are similar on him. Yeah, yeah, um, I can agree with you there. Like, a lot of his matches were just kind of, eh. were kind of matches, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I remember what, all of, I remember all of Kento's title yeah, defenses. I mean, like, you know, they're, cause they all just, you know, like, I don't know, you know, like he put so much work in all of them. A lot of this was 2016, but fuck it. Let's look at this. He wins the title from Zeus. And Great you know, match. wins the title against Zeus in an awesome match in front of like 500 people. The vacant title after um, God, who the fuck had to vacate it? Was it Akibona? Suama, Suama, because oh, yeah, his, yeah. his Achilles, uh, or one of his Achilles uh, heels got messed up. Right, and then he, he missed most of 2016. Mm-hmm. So, so Miyahara wins it uh, in that for, for that vacant title. He beats Omori. Um, I don't really remember that match. I'm sure it was fine. It was wild, yeah. Wild. Okay, um, he beat Sekimoto, which I had on my match of the year list last year. Like oh, that, so that match was incredible. Oh, holy like, shit! Incredible. That was um, you know, May 2016. I mean, he had two really good matches with Sekimoto because they had a really good one during the during the Champion Carnival too. Yeah, I like. Yeah, but I like the title match better. So. Oh yeah, me too. 
that was incredible. Then he has another incredible match, like less than a month later, with Kengo Mashimo. That, that almost, almost oh in my, my top ten too. Yeah, that was that, a- yeah. I, I think that made my top ten because I just I loved I loved like there's something about Kento and Kengo and their <laughs> chemistry and like the the contrast between like their aesthetics and everything that I just love. So like that match and how long it went and how you know it was paced and you know all that fun stuff it just it just like it ticked so many boxes for me and it just it was just so so good. So you know an incredible incredible match. And then mm-hmm. he has you know June twenty third in twenty sixteen he has an awesome match with Junakiyama. Um, oh, you know, I mean yeah. not not that it's hard to have an awesome match with Junakiyama, but still that was yeah another really good match. Um, it's one of the one of my favorite spots I've seen in like a really long time, and and it's when it's when uh, when Miyahara starts going for the blackouts that you know where he starts spamming his knee strikes, and he hits the first knee strike, goes for the pin. Akiyama throws him off of him, and then he's <laughs> trying to get up. Miyahara tries to hit the knee again, tries to pin. Akiyama's like, "Fuck that, get away from me!" And then like he hits one more knee strike, trying to like. You know, like finally get Akiyama down on his back, and I just thought that was so great. Yeah. Um, so an incredible match there. That was like out of Star Lanes, and then August twenty seventh, he beats Ryuji Sai. I don't remember that one that well, but I don't think it was. I think it was good, right? I don't really. Yeah, remember I, I remember. I remember it being pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, God bless Ryuji Sai. He hasn't had that many <laughs> matches that are like yeah. that. So it's probably one of his better ones. Then he has his match with Suwama, um, November 27th at, at Re, the Ryu Goku show in the new Explosion one. Um, I really, really liked this match. Some people didn't like it as much as I did, but I thought, like, as far as, like, how it was structured, like, okay, Suwama was better, clearly, in the, in the, in the match with Kento from this year. Like at this point, last November, Suwama was still really coming, like moving kind of slow, coming back from that knee injury. Absolutely. But, like, yeah. but as far as the structure of this match, I thought it was amazing because, like, oh, yeah. they worked it where, like, Kento was basically, you know, Suwama, who's a, a big dude, if you've never seen Suwama, folks, like, was like this wall. And Kento, Kento Miyahara spends the entire match just ramming into this wall over and over again. It just gets nowhere. And it's just, by the time he finally beats him, it feels like you've just watched like a real, you know, like start to finish great story. I might actually like this one better than the 2017 one, but it's very close for me. And I, I thought this match was really incredible and just one of the all-time great one-man shows by Kento Miyahara here. Oh, absolutely. Like, like as far as like his selling and just getting over this idea that he just cannot beat this bigger man. No matter what nope, yeah. It was it was so much fun because you had you had Kento, you know, he was just like he was doing like this this great work, and then you had Sawama trying to control that pace, and Sawama's really great at that. He's just great at like controlling the pace of a match, you know, like kind of like um, you know, like like we were just talking about the structure of it, just like how you know he was arguing with with Wada half the time when he was beating the living fuck out of Kento. <laughs> And it was just, it was just so good, and it just made Kento winning so much, so much like, so like mean so much more. And also, like when that match was done, it it left that that uh that thought in my head that like, wow, it could have definitely gone to Sawama, you know, if things people, just went a little bit differently. I think people were expecting Sawama to win this too. Oh yeah, just the way the the match was paced, I felt like Sawama was gonna win it. Yeah, but um. 
after that, you know, we in, we're into 2017 finally. He beats Omori again uh, January 15th. I didn't think that one was that good. Oh, probably yeah. The weakest, was... one of the, probably the weakest match of the entire reign, actually. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just it was just like, I don't know. It was like their first match, but like a lot so, faster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the the but then his second to last his well his last defense against Shuji against the bodyguard um, on February twenty sixth in Indian Arena Zaka number two this is my number four match of the year in any promotion so clearly my all Japan match of the year and like I loved this fucking match like I think I loved it uh, so much <laughs> like I thought this was the performance of bodyguard's career by a mile actually and mm-hmm. actually no I, i'm sorry i lied number five on the match of the year list but um like i i thought he was just so amazing in this match like you know throwing these throwing his high kicks and just i, I don't know being the bodyguard i can't really, like describe what else like just he threw those lariats like he was trying to decapitate me you the have to see match. him to believe him folks. <laughs> And like he just seemed like he was feeding off the energy. That crowd loved the bodyguard. You've never heard nine hundred people be that loud. Nope. There are there are fifteen thousand W like CWE crowds that are not a tenth as loud as that nine hundred fan Osaka crowd were for the bodyguard. Like they wish they could have that kind of heat. They were they were like yeah it was it was so wild how how into it and how invested that crowd was it was so amazing Vadiga Vadiga <laughs> and, and as he's just I, I I think I remember there was a part of the match where he just like he kicked Miyahara like three times in the head and the crowd was just like eating it up like <laughs> crowd was like yes amazing. kill him yes again. <laughs> So bodyguard, but people don't know he's from Osaka, and um, mm-hmm. he like he came up in the Osaka Pro promotion. So you know this was like their their son basically coming home to try to win the Triple Crown in front of his fans. It was yep. incredible, one of my favorite matches the entire year. It's and then brilliant. and then he drops the title to Shuji Sakawa. The reign finally ends May twenty first, and that that match almost made my match of the year list. It was on my match of the year list for the longest time. And I, you know, I actually like this better than the one where Miyahara wins it back. But um, they're both incredible matches. And like, you know, Shuji Sakawa, not breaking news that he's really good. But oh yeah, um, we haven't talked a lot about him at all yet. And he had a he had a fantastic run this year between winning the Champion Carnival and then mm-hmm. going on to win the Triple Crown. And just a great move to bring in a guy who had a ton of buzz from last year when he was the King of DDT champion. So. Um, you know, this is this is a guy who I think was a great pick to to make more of a full time guy in all Japan this year. Abs- absolutely. Like I think I remember at the beginning of the year, I'm like, fuck, is there if there's any way possible to make Shuji Ishikawa versus Kento Miyara happen, please. <laughs> and then they like go and do it. <laughs> now, God there it, that's like one of those few moments where it's like maybe there is a God. Yeah, exactly. Heard, heard, heard your prayers. <laughs> So that begins Shuji's reign, and you know Shuji had a solid three month reign. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know he he wins the title from Kento. He defends it June eleventh against Jake Lee. Another awesome match at Kurgan Hall. Again, oh, yeah. part part of that Jake Lee coming out party we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, then he defends it again against Suwama, July seventeenth at Kurgan Hall. Um, what do you think of that one? 
I loved it. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, that, that, was, that was one of the matches where Suwama, like, really started to, like, speed up, it feels like. Yeah. Like, he, he felt like he had his knee back under. Because I, I saw very mixed reactions to that match, and I, I liked it, but I wasn't sure, um, you know, some people didn't seem to be kind of disappointed by it, so. Yeah, I, I, could, I could see a few people, you know, like, not, not being too big a fan of it uh, due to the pace, but I liked it. I thought it was really good. And then he drops the title back to Kento, another really great match at the, the August 27th uh, Sumo Hall show. Um, wh- which of the two did you prefer? Were you like me preferred the first one, or did you like um, the Ryu Goku match better? It, it, it's hard because like the 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 shock when when Miyahara lost the the title in in the first match was was like so good, yeah. but at the same time like the absolute like battle he went through to get the title back just meant so much more. Um, yeah. So I guess I I think I think the 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 match. Uh, I think the the August match is probably my favorite. Okay, that's cool. I mean, mo- most people seem to agree with you. I actually I like the first one better, but um, most people seem to think the second one was better. Mm-hmm. So now, so now this is where people, I guess, are talking about the rapid fire changes. I don't, oh yeah, I don't think it's fair to include Suji in that because I mean he did have the belt for three months. It's not you know that's not long, but that's not really short either. I don't oh think. yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that that was fair, especially for a guy who like, isn't a part of all Japan who they're just, they're kind yeah. of bringing in. So he has the belt for 98 days. Kento wins it back August 27th. He does not make a successful defense. He loses it after 43 days to Suwama in another incredible match. Oh I mean, my God. That match. Like I needed a cigarette after that. match. <laughs> it was that good. Um, I mean that was re- I mean that match I think I know I know Alan Farrell was talking it up a lot I think I only went like four and a quarter on it so I think I was like the low person on it by far but I did think it was really you know four and a quarter is still really good mm-hmm. and you know it went over 31 minutes and it did not feel like a 31 minute match no it did not it <laughs> didn't it, it felt it, it was like a breeze to watch I'm like damn I might have to rewatch it just because like it was a lot Kento's selling in that match by the way was so good yeah, it was, pretty I, I, it was pretty. It was pretty consistent. It was pretty good. I just, I was really happy with him because he hits the knee. Usually, he, you know, you wouldn't see him like grab the leg, but he grabbed the leg so much in this match, like holding on to it. And Suwama was obviously um, doing a really good job of working the leg. Uh, yeah. And it, and it, and, it, and it had it had a lot to do with, uh, I think, um, you know, near the end of the match, like the last ten minutes. I mean, they 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 had a really long stretch run. I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was a that was a really a really good match. But then Suwama only holds the title for twelve days and loses it to Joe Doring on October twenty first at the Akiyama Omori um, anniversary show. And I think that is where people are really like um, questioning the booking when you have three triple crown changes you know, within a span of, you know, less than three months. Yeah, and especially so, after your biggest show, you know, it's really... Yeah, and, you know, two two straight champions who didn't get a successful title defense either, which is pretty rare. Yeah. Um, so the the match where Joe Doring won the title, though, I thought was really good. Oh, yeah, I thought it was really good, too. Like, I, you know, it's... it's uh, It feels like, you know, Joe, like, the past few months, he... Uh, it's kind of weird because, like... I guess I guess him him losing and and not really getting you know winning the big one or even getting remotely close to it was you know a story thread for him to start you know 
being mean and stuff, but um, you know, I I I loved it. I thought the match was really good, and it, it was just kind of, it was just kind of weird to see him win it. But I'm I'm still okay with it. You know, I still love the match. So so going so going in basically, like you said, Joe had lost a bunch of matches earlier in the year, and he apparently oh, yeah. decided he needed to go mean again. And you know, he turned on Suwama after they had been longtime partners in Evolution, and you know, to get back his mean streak, I guess was a general idea. Mm-hmm. And you know he attacked him before that match with uh, between Suwama and Kojima at the yeah. Sumo Hall show, and the controversial decision to have Kojima win that match. What do you think of that, by the way? Oh yeah, I, I, I have. That's the thing. I didn't really think a lot about that. Uh, that whole stuff, or that whole that whole situation. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like it was kind of weird, but. See, the thing is, like, it felt like a big deal at the time, but now we haven't had any other New Japan involvement since. I mean, you know, Yoshitatsu's a freelancer now, apparently, so that doesn't yeah. really count. So when when the New Japan thing has been out of our... Like, I think a lot, a lot of people are rightfully afraid of New Japan involvement, considering we're coming off them having, like t- like, the worst booked year in history, probably, of when they had control of Noah. The, oh, second God, year, yeah. the second year was just so terrible and almost killed the promotion, honestly. So, you know, I, I get why people are, like, apprehensive of too much New Japan involvement yeah. and New Japan guys going over. But we haven't seen anything since since that that, that Sumo Hall show. So for now, yeah. it kind of feels like, well, maybe it wasn't that big a deal after all. But yeah, because I, I was just, like, so I was just kind of, like, iffy about it. Cause like, I'm I'm all I'm all for because you know like all Japan was in uh was in a better position than Noah was in when you know the whole stuff with New Japan happened. Um, yeah. So I, I didn't think too much of it, and I still haven't really thought you know too much of it. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think June Akiyama is you know like like people who are really worried that June is going to let let them book it into the ground. I, oh no! You know, yeah. Like June, this is this is not this is June Akiyama we're talking about. I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure he he has a, he he seems like he has a really firm hand when it comes to all Japan, you know. So I don't think he's gonna just you know, I don't think I don't think he's gonna allow people to take his kindness for weakness. Yeah. Um, and then of course, so so Doran wins the title, and his big, you know, after after turning, I guess turning heel, but like the crowd did not boo him at all, really. Oh yeah, no, and he shook hands yeah. with Salama afterwards, so it's just kind of like. Yeah, I mean, you know, face heel in all Japan is more is much more of like a a fluid thing anyway. Yeah, so, situational it feels like. Yeah, I mean, very similar traditional traditional all Japan. I mean, you know, it's more like people opposing each other, but it's not like so much as like you know people are going to twirl their mustaches or whatever. It's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, so Doring beats Suwama. He gives a really really heartfelt promo afterwards because for people who don't know, he came back from cancer. And you know was able to come back at the, and perform at this high level. Mm-hmm. Brain pretty, cancer, I think. Yeah, too. brain cancer. Yeah, ridiculous. So, so he he gave a really cool promo after the match. Gave another really cool promo in the back, and you know in English for both. So um, I thought that was really cool. But mm-hmm. then afterwards, Yoshitatsu <laughs> <laughs> interrupts him, and in one of the all-time great moments, Yoshitatsu 
uh, who had tapped out Zeus earlier in the night, which also drew a lot of like eye rolls from people. Oh yeah, that was, <laughs> that, was that was a lousy finish. That was yeah. really. But I mean, you know, I guess you're trying to get him ready for a triple crown shot, but still, like you can't. Yeah. Somebody, you can't have somebody else take the fall. But... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> I love bodyguard, but come on. Yeah, right. bodyguard is right there. I know. Um, but Yoshiyashi comes out to challenge, and this crowd, who was very <laughs> split, very split during Suwama Doring, I, I, I think probably maybe slightly Suwama, but like very split during that match, mm-hmm. they unite in absolute fucking hatred for this geek in a Bullet Club Hunter shirt for a, a hunting a unit that does not exist in this promotion. They they just unite in total hatred for him. They boo him out of the fucking oh my god building so like, loud. You've never seen like what's last time you seen a heel get this kind of heat? And he's not even being he's not even trying to be a heel. <laughs> exactly, and it's weird. You hear the sections of the like it, it just it's a it's like a wave almost because he he comes down <laughs> the ramp and then and you see the people right next to him boo and then it just goes across the fucking place. So and now like, everybody's booing. And then do- and when they start booing, Joe Dory gives the greatest look. Like, I know, this fucking loser. <laughs> like, he makes like a motion towards the crowd. Like, yeah, I know. This is, this is, this is bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> and it's, it's great. It's really great. God, but, it, uh, it really was. It's hilarious. You know, and Yoshitatsu was just smiling that whole time. Like, <laughs> good joke, guys. Yeah. Again. He's like, please. <laughs> Why is this my life, basically? Pretty much. Um, but so he, this hasn't made tape yet, right? November 9th? Oh, November 9th? No, it has not. I, I have to check when it does exactly. Have you been spoiled already? Or can I, should I not say anything? Uh, oh, no, don't worry. I've been spoiled. I know I know what happens. Okay. So Dory beats Yoshitatsu in under 12 minutes, everybody. So just, just that is, I, I, that, I cannot wait to see that, honestly. Just see Joe Doring. Beat this man. That was exactly what they should have done. I was worried they were going to like try for like a really long competitive match with Yoshitatsu, but instead, for his first defense, Doring just fucking destroys him. Apparently, it just, just fucking totals him, and that's it. Yeah, so that's 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 going to be fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. So overall, the the booking of the Triple Crown, the strictest, strictest question: What do you what do you think? What do you think about the the, the last three title changes, especially? Was it too much? Um, do you understand why they did it? Would you have done it any differently? Um, I understand why they did it because I feel like a match that they really want to push or a feud they really want to push next year is Kento versus Joe. Mm-hmm. And and they don't want they don't want, you know, they, they didn't want to have Joe beat Kento for the title immediately. They didn't want to like go for that. So they wanted to like go through you know, Suwama. So, like, have Suwama beat Kento, and then Joe beat Suwama. You know? And that and that's, you know, that's logical, and I get that, but I just, I feel like it could have been done differently somehow. I just don't know exactly how. I mean, maybe just try to find a little bit of a rain for Suwama in there, just, like, a couple defenses or something. Yeah, like, have Kai, like, like for example, Kai. Like, him versus Kai, because, like, Suwama, for the longest time this year, he's been like, oh, I hate outsiders, and that that's including you, Kai. It, it would have been a really interesting, you know, title match to have. You know, tr- you know, he gets his triple crown title match, Kai, and then, you know, Suwama gets his gets his little feud going or um, keeps his little feud with Kai, you know, ongoing. 
and that would have been nice. And then, you know, having a couple other um, things and then maybe having Joe, um, you know, win the title at the beginning of the year and then just going on a tear up until the big show. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, you could, uh, you could, I agree with you. I think that's probably would have been a better way to do it and just do like, you know, mm-hmm. Sharon wins the belt October 9th. That's fine. You don't, you don't have to have, I mean, it's Ken, Kento losing the belt that fast. I didn't mind that because he just had the belt for a year and a half, you know, a year plus. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Lose, you, you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. He can lose the belt quick this time. It's not that big a deal. But um, I just would have had Suwama like hold the belt for the rest of the year. Maybe like you said, like a Kai defense. I mean, fuck, you could do like Ryuji Sai or Omori or I don't know. Yeah. Just like just a couple defenses and then have him drop it to Joe Dory at the start of the year. That's what I would have done. Yeah, like at one of the big, you know, New Year's K-Hall shows. You just, know what I mean? Suwama could have killed Yoshitatsu. Why yeah, couldn't Suwama kill Yoshitatsu? That, that, that is true. And he is. And, and that's the thing. It, it lends. It, it's like another thing um, for, for him and his whole I don't like outsiders storyline, you know? Yeah, exactly. So that's, I mean, that's a great point. So yeah, I mean, like, you know, just, that's what I would have done different. I think we pretty much agree on this. It yeah. would have been better if you at least had Suwama hold it for like a couple months. It wouldn't look so weird with two straight champions losing on their first defense. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So I hope that answers Trigger's question. I, not a big fan. I get why they did it. And I would have done it a little differently, but... Mm-hmm. But but I will say I don't think it's the end of the fucking world either. Oh yeah, at the same time, yeah. Some people, some people on Twitter like you know it's it's okay to have a a wacky period of time where the title changed hands really quickly. Like if this was real, that would happen. You know, like I don't follow UFC that that closely, but I know that happens in mixed martial arts. Like people lose titles really quickly sometimes. Yeah. Like it's just gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's just it, yeah. and it's not it's not gonna you know like. You know, and you know, you you did begin the year like off of Kento's title reign, and that was like that was up until what May. So for five months, you know, this year he had the belt. So to have this little hot potato between like I don't know what August and October, I I don't think that's too big of a deal. Yeah, I just would have done it differently. And now I I don't I don't expect Joe to lose that anytime soon anyway. So. Oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be uh, like a monster and just tear through everybody. I feel I, like. Do you think maybe up till like next year's sumo hall or something? Oh, that'll be later in the year now. Hmm. So. I I wouldn't mind that at all. I what I do think the plan will be though is he's gonna just hold the belt up until after Champions Carnival, and then yeah. Kent is gonna take the belt off him or something. So Miyahara is gonna win Champion Carnival. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because that's the one thing he hasn't done. He's he's held the triple crown for like. Yeah. What like yeah over a year and then you know he's he's had tag title rings here and there so yeah he hasn't um, never won the champion carnival that's a good that's a good mm-hmm. that's a good prediction mm-hmm. um so that's triple crown and that's kind of the big year for all japan's big titles and from there we can start getting into some like awards ideas so basically what we want to do here is point to some guys and we've already pointed to a lot i think but really give like our picks for how we feel about like various awards and what we think the all Japan contenders are for them. Mm-hmm. So let's start with like your MVP kind of category. So this would be like a flair Thez kind of award in the observer. Yeah. Um, basically like ring work plus drawing plus like importance to the promotion and like influence in wrestling. Um, I mean, I think, you know, not a hot take here. 
I think Kento Miyahara is the clear contender from all Japan for this award. A- absolutely, one hundred percent. I don't think, um, like, even with Suwama, I don't think, I don't think he'd be able to to fit in with that as well. I mean, the only thing I will say that might hurt him is all Japan. I mean, like, Observer voters tend to like, um, like long title reigns, especially where as me and Miyahara obviously didn't. You know, he, he lost the title in May. He won it back, you know, in August for like a month. That's not really the kind of reign that really stands out to people. But yeah. I, but I still think he had like a, a, I think he has a case for like an MVP caliber year. I think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's had a lot of really good matches this year, and it feels not even just really good, just like flat out fantastic. I think a lot of my uh, my favorite All Japan matches have him in it. You know, so it's it's like he's he's definitely done really well. And he's clearly their their top draw, no matter what else you Absol- think of him. Absolutely, like the, the crowd, go, the people go nuts for him. So yeah, yeah, I think I think he's the only all Japan guy who who's able to have the crowd chant his name consistently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, he had a I thought he had a great champion carnival too. When oh yeah, at, like the the opener against Jake Lee, um, the match with Doring, and a few other ones. So yeah, I mean. You know, for for MVP, I think he's the clear. I think he deserves consideration. Absolutely. Is there anybody else you would put in like an MVP type of conversation? Um, I know, I know people. I some people wouldn't agree with it. Kai, mm. <laughs> Kai, and uh, and Zeus, just because I love Zeus. <laughs> those, those are good picks. Um, then for most outstanding, um, for like in ring work only, basically. Again, I think. You know, this starts at Miyahara again. Had, mm-hmm. had a really had a really fantastic year in ring, as we talked about. Um, this is where I would give a lot more consideration to Kai. I think he had a really strong in ring year, and like you know, it's, he's the kind of guy that isn't going to get votes, honestly, because he does. He's not flashy, but like, if this was if this award was called like best selling of the year or something, like I would vote for him. Like he would win. He should, in my opinion, win that in a landslide. Absolutely. Like his, like his selling was incredible. So so good, yeah. Um, so I think he's definitely one of my favorite in ring workers of the mm-hmm. year. Um, who who else do you have like best in ring for all? Um, I I actually have I have Kento and Kai, and I also have uh, Iwamoto because I just mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's done so so well. That's a good pick. Um, who did the year? Um, Mihar Ishikawa. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that would two, I think that would work. Um, two out two outstanding matches. I I think that's good. Oh yeah, three because uh, they they did uh they did oh, the yeah, finals of the, the row yeah the the Royal Road finals I think. Yeah, the Royal Road final. So that's that's another one. So yeah, so three outstanding matches. Um, that that would qualify you. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, would, I would give that some consideration. Um, how about during Suwama? Because they didn't have a lot of matches, but like. I really dug their whole some of the, like Joe, some of Joe's promos for this, which is also supposed to be part of this award. Like when you talk yeah. about you know I brought evolution in this world and now I'm going to destroy it, like all that stuff. That was really cool. I thought. Oh yeah, the, the, their feud was like really really good. I remember like I think for the for the the Royal Road opener, it was like. Aoki and uh, and Suwama versus Sato oh, and Doring. Yes. And Doring's like, fuck everybody. Like he like Sato comes out with him and he's looking at him like, is is this okay? What am I doing? And it's like <laughs> like Sato's like the like the like the kid caught between the parents. Like he's like, What am I supposed to be doing here? And 
then they have the actual match, and you know they I, I, Dorian and Sato win that match, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then Dorian beats the shit out of Sato on Tour <laughs> and they're like that. That was great. Yeah. It was so so funny. Um, um, yeah, like I think I think that has a lot of weight to like a, a lot of weight for feud of the year for all. Japan, that might be, that might be my pick actually. No, I'm, I'm talking myself into uh, it. Honestly, you know, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you. I mean, like, there's a lot of weight to it, yeah. you know, between well, we, like the 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 pre-match run-in at the big August show and this stuff, like, yeah. Um, and then it had, I, and it had like a, I thought a, a satisfying ending at the October show. Well, you know, they have their match, you know, they shake hands afterwards the show, even though, you know, we're not going to be partners anymore. We still respect each other, and you know, it kind of moves on from there. So yeah. And then you had that great that great graphic on Twitter the other day. <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah. Friendship ended with Big Joe. Now Shuji, <laughs> my best friend. I People... love that. As soon as I saw the picture of Shuji and Suwama doing that doing that handshake, I'm like, oh, that's fucking that's turning into a meme. <laughs> Uh, people, if you don't know that meme, it's not going to be. It probably doesn't sound that funny to you, but if you do know, it's like what? It's Pakistan, right? That's where they're. I that think so. Comes, and it's like if you don't that the kid on on Facebook, yeah, it's, it's such a great meme. Um, but yeah, so feud of the year. Do you have any other picks on the ones I mentioned? Oh yeah, I I, I mentioned it before the show. Yoshi Tatsu versus the world. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I felt like there was it. it that had a lot of weight for feud of the year just because everybody hates Yoshitatsu. Everybody hates Yoshitatsu. I wouldn't be surprised if Yoshitatsu hates Yoshitatsu. I you know, honestly, I I you know, I'd be I'd be pretty surprised. Um, but yeah, so that's feud of the year. Um tag team of the year. Oh uh, this is an interesting one because there were there were so many there were so many teams with the belts this year. So who who's your pick for this? Kai and Kango. Okay. Just right for right off the bat, there's there's two other picks, but I gotta get them out there first. So, it's, yeah. a, it's a bold pick. I'll give you that. Yeah, just because like it it was it was only for a little bit, but I had a lot of fun with uh, with that short amount of time they teamed up. Uh, the other two picks were the Big Guns and Yuma and Naoya. Two good picks. I mean, the Big Guns had a you know it, people won't remember it as well because early in the year, but they still had these belts for like you know, the first five or six months. And then another little rain in there too. So they had a, they had a long rain and they were, again, they, I mean, they were really good to get like all those matches we talked about earlier. Um, I think they probably will be my pick. And, you know, mm-hmm. if people sleep on this year, they had, they, they still had a really good first half. Absolutely. Um, the, and, and, and the other picks great too. Cause you know, all, they're only all Asia champions, but they really took a step forward, especially Yuma. So absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. Yuma, Yuma did a lot of work this year. I think that, he started... that Taichi? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I got. I got to give Taichi credit. He did good. He did good. Like, in that I, match. I turned. I turned a corner on Taichi this year, and that was the start of it for me. Was basically when he had that match with Yuma at um at the All Japan Sumo Hall show. Mm-hmm. Yuma is awesome, so I'm sure it's not that hard to have a really good match with him. But um, they had they had an awesome match. Oh yeah, Taichi did an amazing job. Like he was, he had the such a prick. He he (laughs) was. He had the crowd in the palm of his fucking hand that entire time. He's like, yeah, I know y'all hate me. I'm gonna just fucking fuck up this kid. I can't help. It's all over. That was the start of it. I love Taichi now. I can't help it. He's just such an asshole. I don't. I don't. 
I don't I don't blame you. Like it's it's like his his look's amazing. I'll give him that. His look is yeah. fantastic. I know that that one I got a lot of shit for on Twitter when I came out and was like, I'm 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 just gonna come out as a Titan <laughs> fan now. But but then a lot of people a lot of people, a surprising number of people agree with me. So I don't know. Oh wow, really? Shit. Yeah, a bunch of people are like, yeah, Taichi. Oh fuck. <laughs> I mean, because he had that that junior tag title match too. It was um, I think him and Kanemaru when they challenged Ricochet into Gucci. That oh, was yeah, that was also that, that was, was like really a, good. Yeah, they gave it like four and a quarter. I think that was like really really good. So, oh yeah, he had one of the best uh, best of the Super Junior matches this year. With yeah, it's like well. like I I think people some of the people who hate who's like really 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 like Taichi's terrible year was like 2016. Like I think yeah. this year, this year I think he turned it around a lot. So. Mm-hmm. And he's also he was always a guy that I kind of liked anyway, sort of like what we talked about with Jake Lee before. But I think this aesthetically, year, yeah, yeah, this year in ring, I think he justified a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the, so Ayogi and Nomura though, that's a good pick. Um, any other ones or no? Uh, oh, only those, only those. Okay, so show of the year and um, in the Observer Awards, this would be like best major show. Um, this is a cool. Give me your pick because I, I have a I have one that is my number one with a bullet for this award, but it might not um, be what people expect. Mine, I have two picks, but I, I guess the the I'm gonna go with the with the bigger pick first, uh, just because of how much variety was on the show, um, and and the the last few matches. I gotta say the uh, the big August show was was my yeah. favorite. Now, did you like that Sumo Hall show better or worse than 2016? Because I think I like 2016 slightly better. I like 2016 both, slightly better too. Yeah, they were both really, really good, but I think 2016 was better. Oh yeah, like, like, like I, I, I can definitely agree with that. Just a few notches like above, above this year's. Um, and then my second was uh, the October 9th show in yeah. Oregon. Um, that so, uh, oh yeah, so that would be the Suwama, Suwama Miyahara. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else was on that show because I'm trying to remember. Well, if you know if you know some other matches, feel free to. Uh, wasn't uh wasn't the Big Guns versus Akiyama Mori on that show as well? I believe that's correct. Let me see if that was. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find it too. Um, October ninth. Yeah, Burning Wild and Big Guns. Yep. Yeah, that was a really awesome match. Uh, Joe Dory and Suji was on that show. Oh, and and Iwamoto versus Kochiro yeah. Suzuki. Yeah, that might have been the best yeah. opener of the year. That was really good. I know, right? That was ridiculous. I'm like, that's such a great way to start the show off. Um, so my pick to me is a champion carnival opener. Like, I love that show, and I went on an episode of, I guessed on an episode of Burning Spirits just because I love that show so much. Like, they were like, we're going to talk about it, and I'm like, I think I tweeted out like somebody should have me on. Uh, or like, I wish Burning Spirits would have me on again so I could talk about how much I love that All Japan show. And they were like, okay. <laughs> it, it was amazing. Uh, when you brought it up earlier, I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Because that, a- yeah, that whole show from top to bottom. So they had, you had two eight-man tags, which, you know, whatever. But after that, you had um, Hashimoto and Nayo Nomura, bodyguarding Kengo Mashimo. That match was awesome. Oh, yeah. uh, Kai and Zeus. Oh. Kai, Kai and Zeus only went 923, but that's one of those matches that, like, 
it just felt like when I looked that up afterwards, I was like, how the fuck did the match only go nine minutes? I know. I thought it was like 15. Like what the it fuck felt, happened? It felt like an epic match and it only went nine minutes, but that was like an incredible match that Miyahara and Jake Lee go almost go only again, the longest match on the show. They went 14 minutes and that was like an epic 14 minute match. Yep. I mean, just outstanding with like Miyahara just being the shit out of this, basically this, uh, this underling, I guess you could say. Wada got so pissed off the entire <laughs> He was so fed up with Miyahara. Like, he pulled on his hair. He's like, fucking knock it off. It was such a great physical match. Joe Doring and Sekimoto, like, again, one of the best six-and-a-half-minute matches you'll ever yep, see. Just, just a sprint. And then Suwama and Ishikawa in the main event. They, they go under 14 minutes. Really good. Just like that show, those six matches, boom, 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 boom. Just fan fucking tastic. That might make my show of the year like overall ballot. Like I think right now, absolutely solid. Pick, I, ha- I like, have it number I three, I think, and it's just such a great show. Like if I was gonna try to get somebody into all Japan, I would do that. I would show them that show absolutely because you have six straight singles matches. None of them are so long that they can't keep your attention. And like I think it would be perfect. So, oh yeah, that was April sixteenth, Corrigan Hall, the Champion Carnival opener. Awesome fucking show. Absolutely. Holy shit. I okay. forgot how amazing the show was. <laughs> it was really good. Um, finally, let's say match of the year. Uh, let's talk oh. let's talk picks for that. What's oh, your yeah, what's your what is how, do you, how many how many matches do you have? Let's do reverse order. Or oh, reverse order for yeah. for matches of the year cuz I yeah. have I have 10 but I feel like I'm going to go off on a tangent. Okay. For most of them, so I'm just going <laughs> to cut it down to 5. All right, fantastic. Give me your top five All Japan matches of the year. Okay, first, first, uh, well, no. Number Fifth five, match. number five. Number yeah. five, number five. Um, fucking Kai versus Zeus. Yeah, oh, that's such an awesome match. Right, right, off, right off the start, I just, really good fucking match. Um, like you said, it was under, it was under 10 minutes. So we're, and just it, to be it's clear, like it's, from, it's from the Champion Carnival opener we were just talking about. Yep. Yeah. Yep, April 16th. Um, at number four would be Jake Lee versus Kento um, from, from April 16th. Again, that's um, that show? Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's just the same show. I was like, shit. Um, I didn't even realize that they were part of the, the same show until, like, until, like, as I was writing the list. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got an outstanding, like, mentor versus protege match. Yeah, just so good. Like, damn, and it it showed how how good Kento is at at controlling the pace of a match, because like yeah. he was clearly you know in the he was cre- clearly running the the stuff and like giving Jake tips throughout the whole match. He was just like doing such a good job in that role. Yeah, um, totally. Uh, next match would be it, w- it was actually from two months ago, Kai versus Kento. Mm, that's like another good pick. Yeah, because their chemistry is just so good. They've only had two matches, but they're just like they're both so damn good. Um at number Ahara versus Sawama from from uh October 9th. Mm, so the, the title change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, and, I that was a really, really good match. Oh yeah, just ridiculous. Like I I I was losing my shit the entire match. By the way, I was like, that's one of those few matches because I don't know. I with with those kind of matches, like you hear people go, "Oh, I jumped out of my seat for this one match," 
and like I don't understand it. But for me, I legitimately got out of my seat for the last five minutes of that damn thing, just because like, like what like. Just real quick. So Wama goes for the second like attempt for a last ride, and I thought that was it. And then Kento rolls over and goes for that pin, and I'm like, okay, this is this has done me in, and that's why I needed the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, number one is Shuji Ishikawa versus Kento Miyahara from uh, not October, August twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. Just, just epic. You know, I mean. I just, I loved every bit of it. And I normally don't love apron spots, but that Fire Thunder Driver on, on the apron was just amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that, I mean, that's a, that's a great list. The, the only matches I would have had, you know, like I said, my match of the year is Miyahara and Bodyguard um, mm-hmm. for, all, for All Japan. And then I'd also put the, like, the Miyahara Shikawa match up there. Um, I think also, like we said before, the big guns and I guess Miyahara and Jake Lee, I would put mm-hmm. up there too. Absolutely. So, so I mean, there, there's, there was so much good shit in all Japan this year. Um, pretty yeah, much, that... <laughs> <laughs> like almost, almost you can't go wrong with like any triple crown match, almost any world tag title match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the, a lot, like, a lot of stuff that's forgotten now, like the, a, a lot of the junior tournament stuff is really good. Oh Yeah. Um, um and then like the the champion carnival opener we you know you had two matches from your list on there mm-hmm. a, ton, a ton of good stuff oh so yeah this, this was not a year for whatever you think of the booking this was not a year lacking in high level matches from all japan they had a ton absolutely yeah right down to the six man uh tags and stuff and the multi-man tags um you had one in particular right you wanted to oh yeah that was um yeah that was actually on like the the whole list because remember i cut i cut it in half the rest of them was like bodyguard miyahara and and uh this multi-man uh it was miyahara sekimoto mashimo versus side lee and zeus mm-hmm. and it went like 30 40 minutes but like it didn't feel like that it felt like a breeze to watch and i think i watched it a couple times actually just because i loved it so much um you know you had miyahara he was he was he was like the top champ of all Japan at the time. Sekimoto was the top champ of big Japan at the time for the strong division anyways. Yeah. Um, and then Mashimo was the, the top champ for K dojo. So you had, you had, you know, these three aces essentially, you know, going up against Sai and, and Lee and Zeus and just like it, it was so good. Everybody was on their, their a game. Everybody had chemistry. Um, everyone, you know, just, Everything was so good about that match, and I think that match was from March 27th of this year. So if you have 30, 40 minutes and you want to see a lot of people beating the living hell out of each other, and it's just, it's just so good. I can, I can write an essay about that match. I probably will at some point. But, but yeah, so like we were saying, now, like definitely a year where All Japan had a ton of really great matches. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nothing to complain about from that standpoint. Um, if you had any, this has been a relentlessly positive podcast. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, we both love this promotion, so, you know, I can't, if you had any complaints about all Japan this year, um, what would they be? If you had any complaints? Oh, um, cause for Zeus, me, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, is uh, Zeus and Kai not getting a title shot? Yeah, that's a good one. Zeus's um, booking in general probably could have been a lot better. 
Oh, yeah. It, it seemed really, really weird what they were trying to do with him because it, it looked like they were going to, like, do something with him, like, during the Champion Carnival because he got, he got the win over Kento. But yeah. then, you know, Shuji won the, the whole thing and then beat uh, Kento for the title. So I guess that just didn't really work work out anymore. Um, it was just weird with him. Um, Very start and stop with a singles play. Yeah. I mean, him and Bodyguard really? are still a force as a team, and they have the belts for a while. But yeah, Zeus's booking was weird. I would definitely agree with that. And Kai, Kai just needs to get more of a shot than he did because he was awesome all year long. So oh, yeah, he was amazing. I really hope they'd give us storing Kai early next year because that could be like, you know, like a match of the year level match. Oh, absolutely. Like, and I feel like, um, I feel like Kai could hold, could go the whole route of going, you know, like, you know, this was a promotion I was a part of and I want to prove that, you know, I still belong here and, and all that stuff. And it, and it would, it would work out really well, especially considering, you know, that, that Joe is, you know, going on this monster tear and Kai is such a good baby face. Yeah. So that, that could be a really, really good match. But So I hope they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the other complaint we talked a little bit about already was, you know, the, the junior title and having mm-hmm. it be the geezer belt. That probably, I think, is my number one complaint. Cause, oh, yeah, me too. Know, I, I like the All Japan Juniors a lot, and I like their um, – I like the Battle, of Ju- the Battle of Glory tournament a lot. So to have it go from that to fucking Tajiri and Otomo trade the belt in these terrible matches, like I just – that was uh, that's probably my biggest disappointment of the year, and I hope yeah, they fix that. Absolutely. Hopefully they will. Like I'm hoping, like in one of the first uh, one of the first two shows of this year, because it's like back to back. I think mm-hmm. like they they run K Hall like like on the second and the third of every year. So hopefully yeah. one of those days they have those a terrible a... those terrible battle royals. <laughs> God, yeah. I think I think the the beginning of, of the year that that one battle royal. Um, Fuminori Abe and and Kyohei Wada they were they were like walking the the top rope and and they both fell and Wada got injured it oh, was God. such a mess that whole yeah it was yeah it was such a mess that whole I mean, those, that whole battle royale those have, those have never been good so it's it's like no going back like 30 fucking years so like what's what it was just fucking ridiculous <laughs> but um, um but yeah i mean like the junior title like i said i hope they fix that pretty quick me too. You know, hopefully, hopefully they they uh they sign more juniors next year, yeah. or they sign a, a, a certain junior that I really want them to sign. They still haven't signed yet for whatever reason. Who's that? Fuminori Abe. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, so that, that I mean, he's a, he's a great. He's another guy who came from the same place as Iramoto, right? They both came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, uh, I think Sportiva. Yeah, Sportiva. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so hopefully they sign him or at least book him more, and then. We'll see what else happens to the junior division, but God, just get mm. it away from the geezers. Yes, bring, please. Bring, bring like EK men back or something. Like, just do something. Fam, uh, I would love that so yeah. much. Bring him in for the um, junior. Oh, you, do you know what? We didn't talk about the TV title at all. I just realized. Oh my God, we didn't. We didn't talk about how <laughs> about how about how one of the stipulations for no the stipulation for one of the Gora TV title matches it was it was Akiyama versus Mitsuya Nagai. And and the fucking stipulation was that if June won, he got to he got to pick the name for Nagai's faction, and it was like Sweet Nightmare Dream, or whatever. <laughs> and he even got a towel for it. I think I have a screen cap of it. I gotta find it. So he Akiyama won that vacant title because I thought of this because Ikenmen um 
you know, he vacated it. He was a champion in Kemba yep. Walker won. He had to vacate it when he got injured early in the year. So Akiyama won that title on March 12th. He beat Kenzo Suzuki, of all people, for the vacant oh, yeah. title. And he never lost it. He's still the champion today. Uh, he defended against a guy, Yutaka Yoshi, Takayo Mori, Atsushi Mariyama, and finally Minoru Tanaka. So that match was hilarious. Yeah, it was all roll-ups. This is this yeah, is it's kind of like the comedy title. So it's fun. Pretty much, it's even funnier that it's that it's it's Akiyama who's who's doing <laughs> these. Matches. Seems like he's having a lot of fun just just yeah. messing around. I don't really. I mean, it's always been kind of. I mean, Sushi used to hold this title. Like what? Oh God, yeah. It doesn't really have a lot. There's not a lot to talk about. So it's, yeah. You know, it's the comedy title. I'm not surprised we forgot. Mm-hmm. Like if we were gonna forget one title, this is gonna be the one. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so it will continue to exist, I guess. <laughs> like, It'll um, be there. Can you make it to one year as champion? <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I I guess that would be my main complaint, though. And then, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of complaints, though, because I, I just, I love this company. I don't, and I thought they had a great year. So Yeah, me too. Like, I, I, I thought, can't... I thought... They just did. They they expanded on, like I said at the beginning, they expanded on, um, you know, the growth that they got from the year of twenty sixteen. And I just, um, there were some negatives, but it was mostly positive for me. I just, I mean, you know. I, I really can't. There's nothing I hate more than when I feel like people are being negative for the sake of being negative. So, if this if this if this podcast sounded way too positive to you. Uh, I'm sorry, but that's how yeah. I feel. That's how I feel. The, D, the DDT one will be exactly the same because it's another company where I'm going to have to strain really hard to come up with too many things. Yep. That I thought they did wrong. So this is not, you know, there's a few things here and there, but like really, there's just not that many complaints for mm-hmm. All Japan or DDT this year. I thought they both had outstanding years. I mean, All Japan, you know, they're going to, they're right there, I think, for my number two or number three promotion of the year. Um, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's a tight race with, basically for me with them, New Japan and Russell one. Oh yeah. Cause Russell one doing really Re- good. Russell one had a great year. Like, um, what, what I think I probably need to put all Japan over the top because all Japan, like business wise had a way better year than Russell one. So I probably should put them slightly over the top. I Russell one, I just really enjoyed their booking and a lot of their shows, especially in the later half of the year. Yeah, like like yeah, with Russell One, small note on them. They 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 are doing their best to make like make uh the best of what they got, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And they and they and they're doing amazing with it, you know? Ashino's amazing. Yeah. So I mean these are the promotions I'm gonna have. I mean, DDT has number one sewn up for me, but you know, it's to me, you know, all Japan, New Japan and Russell One who all had really good years. Mm-hmm. And they're they're all gonna be right there for two and three for me. But um, what do you what, what if you were gonna do promotion of the year vote? Would all Japan be your number one? I th- yeah, I think it might be a repeat of last year because all Japan was my promotion of the year last year. I think I think it would be it would be all Japan, and then and then I th- I, th- I guess New Japan, and then after that it would it would just kind of like it would have to go to like DDT and then Big Japan because I love Big Japan, but they've just been you know yeah this year wasn't that great for them. I mean, we're, yeah. I'm sure we're going to do the, we're going to have a big Japan interview episode too, but it, it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was all right. It wasn't that great. Um, oh yeah. But, but all Japan did have a great year. 
And moving now into 2018, maybe some predictions or um, some pre like, first of all, what we, we talked a little bit about stuff we want to see, like um, Doring, mm-hmm. Doring and Kai, what is some stuff you want to see next year? Um, I want to see Abe signed first thing. That's, mm-hmm. that's the first thing. Um, I want to see Suwama and Shuji hold the, hold the tag belts, not the all Asia, but you know, um, I want them to, to win gold. I want them to be really established as a team. Um, they'd be a cool, they'd be cool champions. Oh yeah. I, I think they would do really, really well together. It's like another, um, another, another new twin towers. Exactly. You know, like I think, I think it would be really great. I wonder how Sato feels about, I know you could do like, about... you could have Suwama <laughs> and you, you, how awesome would it be that? Yeah. If you, so like Suwama and Ishikawa win the tag titles and then Sekimoto, who doesn't have a partner right now, he gets Sato as his partner since they were oh partners in the Japan tag league. And then you do Suwama and Shuji against Daisuke and, um, and Kohei Sato. Oh my like God. Seven. That would be awesome. That would be ridiculous. You remember, uh, like, like last year, like very beginning of last year, that Big Japan show, Sato and uh, and Suwama were just beefing that entire time, and I, I remember like the Big Japan crowds uh, like booing the fuck out of Suwama. <laughs> so good, and he and and Suwama was 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 feeding into it too. He was like he was going, you know, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> you know. He left the ring. He beat the shit out of like a young boy. <laughs> but Tried yeah, to go all be, out with it. So that's that's a little fancy book, and that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be really awesome. Um, not not too many predictions. I I I think um, I think I would like to see Iwamoto I- definitely hold the belt for for a while. Like when the junior title like holds least... for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like hell, I would love them. I would love to see them have it so he wins the title at the very beginning of the year, and then like does a clean sweep through his block for the battle of glory tournament and just when mm. you know like just go all out i don't think that'll happen considering he's won it you know this year but it'd be it'd be nice to see you know and yeah, that could be pretty cool um let me think what else the as far as like predictions i think it's pretty clear we're going to get doring and miyahara next year Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty easy prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, other than that, you know, I think we just continue to continue to see, you know, how all Japan does the gate. Hopefully, they can build on, they can build on last year and really or this past year, and really continue to improve. And you know, can, maybe hopefully see them draw a little bit better outside of Tokyo and Yokohama. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. Like they just gotta they gotta really keep the direction and the momentum they're going. I mean, the, the, it's not like that's a unique issue for them. I mean, pretty much everybody other than New Japan Dragon Gate struggles to draw mm-hmm. outside, of, outside of Tokyo. So, you know, even like DDT don't don't do that well outside of Tokyo. And oh, true, I didn't know that actually. Yeah, Damn. I mean, like they, I don't, I don't remember what DDT did for their last big Osaka show, but it wasn't. It probably wasn't what you would expect. I think it was like yeah. 1800 or something. So. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, a lot of companies need help, help drawing in like, you know, the, in Western Japan, um, you know, like in Hokkaido and Northern Japan stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see how that goes for them. Um, but yeah, other than that, though, 
Is there any final thoughts you want to leave us for All Japan this year? Um, I just please watch All Japan. Please watch <laughs> I think All we, Japan. I think you covered it all. For people, people wondering how to watch, because um, we never really talked about that. They, oh yeah, they are, they are one of the last promotions still, you know, available on the the Real Hero Archive. So yeah, the, the award winning Real Hero Archive. <laughs> yeah, definitely check out the Real Hero Archive there if you want to figure mm-hmm. out how to, how to find All Japan. Um, other than that, you know, just, I think they had, they had a show on like the fight TV app or something this year. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they have a, they have a few of, uh, of the shows that were on, uh, Gora, Gora TV. Yeah. Or Gaura TV. Um, just like, I think they're down to like, I think the big show, the big August show. Yeah. It's so too about wanna, there. So if you want to try watching them legally, I guess you can try that. Um, mm-hmm. and then there's. They're also on Nico Pro, which is available on YouTube, like mm-hmm. legally now. So, um, yeah, I have a feeling. Like, I have a feeling next year they might they might go for it and do a streaming service. I have a feeling. I mean, it seems to be like everybody's doing it now. So yeah, it, like like they they got like this HD camera and they're recording highlights or like they're recording full shows, like they're full shows for highlights. And I feel like, you know, you don't just get that kind of hardware or or. Uh, or that kind of um, that kind of tech, without a, a really good reason besides highlights. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, the, hopefully it's better than the Big Japan core. Because I've heard I've heard so many bad things about that yeah, so far. I, I don't know what's going on. Bad, I mean, I got it, but I you know I'm I'm sitting here waiting for this fucking November Kirk and it still hasn't showed up yet, and we're like, you know, almost 14 days later, which is kind of ridiculous. But oh, oof. Yeah, hopefully they get it. They get it to us soon. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I gave them my money, so hopefully they give me this card soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, that it can't be much worse than that one. But I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's all Japan. Thank you for coming on. This is awesome. I'm Just, so glad to have been a part of this. I, I was. Yeah. I was like, the fact that the fact that I was the first person you thought of for all Japan means so much. <laughs> So uh, I think you I think you showed why on the on the show here with you know you're un, you're an ending positivity which is great cuz mm-hmm. who who wants to listen to people just sit here and complain for 2 hours you know I complain enough on Twitter <laughs> I got you got you, you got to be happy about stuff sometimes Yeah but um so we'll be back next week I don't know which episode is going to be next week yet this is the rare case where I don't know yet um I PWG I thought was next week but it's actually 2 weeks from now so um I don't know what's going to be next week. It, it could be the WWE year in view episode. If I can, if I can round up um, the scheduled guests, uh, August and Kelly, which is my idea right now. But so if you thought this week was too positive, <laughs> too, too, <laughs> if next week is WWE, that'll be your antidote. Um, you know? Oh my I'll, God. <laughs> I'll try to, I'll try to restrain myself. So, uh, my buddy Michael Levy or Levi or whatever the hell that guy's name is pronounced. He can, <laughs> he can hope he can hopefully not, not try to not help me down and kill me after next week. If that is indeed the episode. Um, but yeah, so that'll do it though. Thank you again, Ian, Ian, whatever we want to call you. <laughs> appreciate, Thank you. Appreciate you coming on and I'm sure we'll have you back on soon. It'd be great to be back on. This was awesome. All I right, folks. You. Folks, we'll see you again next time. And again, if you uh, oh, do you want to plug your Twitter? I, I think I already oh, yeah. did, but yeah, we'll plug my Twitter at Strong Style. I post 
wrestling. <laughs> Do you have a blog or anything or no? Oh, no, not anymore. I've, I've been thinking about bringing a blog back, though, just to talk about some stuff here and there. You know, whenever mm-hmm. I, I want to get an idea out. So look look out for that. Are you at, are you are you a player advantage? Yes, I'm a part of player advantage at okay. player ADV. We play video games a lot. <laughs> Ridiculous. And um that'll do it, I guess. And I'm obviously you can follow us at Wrestle Omikaze, not wrestling omikaze because it wouldn't fit. At Wrestle Omikaze. And you know, if you could want to like and, re- and review our individual podcast feed, you can subscribe to Just Wrestling Omikaze on iTunes. And, you know, um, obviously we're also part of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network with many other great podcasts, including Open the Voice Gate, which I also host. So we just dropped our episode over the past weekend. So if you're looking to get into Dragon Gate, uh, check out Open the Voice Gate. And obviously there's many other podcasts here. Music of the Mat, which is awesome. The Flagship. Uh, I'm gonna, people are going to be mad at me five star match game <laughs> Brent Rez round table um, I don't, Lucha the Hidden Temple I guess is still a thing because now Lucha Underground's coming back uh, Burning Spirits <laughs> I should have looked oh, yeah, this up WrestleNomics <laughs> Radio there's another one New Japan Purocast there's, there's a million Shake Them Ropes I, I think I got them all I have to shake the ropes. I'm probably forgetting somebody, and buddy, I'm very sorry. Whoops. <laughs> I think I got them all. Oh, everything evolves. There we go. Oh, so hey, how, close. Can forget, how can I forget the errands? I mean, I've met one of them. But, oh, my God. <laughs> um, all those great podcasts. So definitely tune in. I'm never going to try that again because that was, that was really difficult. And, folks, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.